Tailgater Sports. That's right, everybody. It is another episode of Tailgater Sports. My name is Eric. I want to thank you for listening, for downloading, however you may be listening to this fine sports podcast. I have two other guys on the podcast with me. The guy right in front of me wearing a Dodgers hat, but is a Ducks fan. Don't know how that works. His name is Randy. He's also a Green Bay Packers fan. Prior NFL Los Angeles teams, everything was just a mess, a disarray. It still is. You're in, I'm in too deep. At this yeah, point, I, I can't I at this point I can't just be like I'm a Bills fan. I tried to become a Chargers fan. I tried to become a Rams yeah, fan. I and tried, I, man. I couldn't buy it's a, not there. I could not pull the trigger on a girly jersey back when he was on the Rams. I can't buy a, a powdered blue Herbert jersey because yeah. I'm too deep. I'm too deep, like you said. I'm too rooted into the Bills. I just I feel like sometimes I watch I watch other games, like games that have no relevancy to right. me. Like, I don't know, like uh, let's say Jags, Titans or whatever. And I watch these games. I'm like, how could you root for one of these teams? Right. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean, yeah. My dad was born and raised in Buffalo, so it's a little deeper than just picking a team randomly at some point in my life. There's blood in there. Um, and the third guy on our team, the Atlanta Falcons fan, the punching bag of this podcast, Tyler. How you doing, Fat Tyler? Fat bastard. <laughs> Let's go, Falcons. Rise up. Hey, man. They got to win this weekend. Oh no, 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 no. That's right. No. That's right. They uh, they they pulled the Falcons again. Just oh <laughs> my god. And like, dude, not even the Chargers. Having terrible clock management could give us a win. This game was both, it was bittersweet because like you said, I've tried getting into support to an LA team and I feel like the team I resonate the most with is the Chargers. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was kind of, I was pretty fond of San Diego's team with the Merriman and the LT and all those guys. So when they came to Los Angeles, I was like, all right, cool. I'll root, I'll root for the Chargers. Again, hard to cheer for something when you've been cheering for another team for so right. long. But so this game was bittersweet because on one end, it's like I love to see Tyler lose and cry because the Falcons suck. But then also, it's like if the Chargers keep winning, that's just gonna prolong Anthony Lynn's stay, you know, or at least feed into his his disillusion that he's convinced he's gonna be there next year. Right. Yeah. His he's already written off the year until Billy told his team they're playing for next season and all that stuff. But that was before the 45-0 game against the Patriots. But that's here nor there. We ripped him apart last episode. If you want to go back on the podcast, bad coaching in the NFL, him and Adam Gase right now. Which if there's only one thing better than coaches who are bad at coaching, it's coaches who are even worse behind the microphone. Uh, did you see Anthony Lynn comparing the team's struggles this year uh, to Pearl Harbor? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was that was pretty bad. Like, what, what are you Dude, doing, it's, bro? It's, it's one of those things when it's bad, it's bad. It's like Adam Gase firing the D.C. saying it was his fault that they're 0 for and then following it up the next week by scoring three points against the Seahawks. Oh, my but, God. Guys, OK, we're not going to lead this with the Bills. OK, although I really, really want to because, you know, they beat the Steelers, but that's not here nor there. We're going to open it with Monday Night Football because apparently Tyler thinks it was the game of the year. And I would like to hear your reasoning why. That's the first time I've heard in a long time somebody calling a Ravens versus Browns game, even in the the same sentence as. Yeah game of the year well see like ravens and browns on paper has that same like taste to it as colts jags or yeah i don't know jets uh jets texans it's like mm-hmm. oh, i don't want to watch that. even back when the ravens were decent and winning it's like joe flacco and the ravens are in town sick. it's like ooh, joe flacco tory cool. smith and i mean ray lewis has been retired for like four years now i'm like i don't want to watch this and then the browns God, when was the last time? Where we got to start with the Browns? The last time I think the last time the Browns were even this relevant was when people were just joeing to Peyton Hillis. Right. So Tyler, lay it out for us because you were blowing up our group message yesterday, play by play, calling out refs, calling out PI calls. It sounded like you needed a new pair of pants, and then you you laid the claim to game of the year, Monday Night Football, Ravens Browns. Let us hear it. So I'm going to be real with you. Around halftime. 
I was trying my best, my absolute best to not doze off in the middle of the game. I, at that point, I had been up about 20 hours or so straight. I was exhausted. I hadn't taken a nap yet, and I have work at 5 in the morning. And I'm just thinking to myself, you so much. I'm just saying, I'm just I'm saying. Not gonna, I'm not going to do this right now, but the, the, the sympathy I'm tired card is not going to fly over <laughs> Shut here. Up. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm watching this game, and I'm thinking, I'm debating, do I want to watch the second half? And I said, yeah, okay. Literally, it went... It went down to the wire about three times because the Browns score, and then all of a sudden the Ravens need a touchdown to score. They get a fourth down touchdown, and it wasn't even a fourth and goal. It was like a fourth and three. So they still had another 10 more yards to go at least. So they get a fourth down touchdown, and then they score. And then the next punch comes because the Browns take it down the field, and then they score. And then there's a minute left in the game. And then the, the Ravens lead the final blow by marching down the field and kicking the game-winning field goal. This thing could have went everywhere, anywhere. The the closest game, as far as like back and forth, back and forth, that I can think of to this one was that Monday night football game with the Rams-Chiefs a couple years ago where the final score was like 54 to 51. I mean, this final score was like, what, 48 to 42? Yeah, like, that's 47 to 42. That's what stood out to me is because you compared it to that game where they put up, what, like 110 points comp- together in the Coliseum that one night? Here's the thing that I really take away from these sorts of games, though. While they are entertaining, if you're a defensive coordinator, you have to at least somewhat be kind of happy because it's like, okay, my defense obviously crapped the bed because we just put up four. They, we allowed 47 points. But on the bright side, we came back and won. We came back and won. But at the but like if you're the DC for the if you're the DC for the for the Ravens, for example, I don't know who it is. Your team just gave up forty plus points to the Browns to a quarterback that many consider not an elite level, about being Baker Mayfield. He put up three hundred forty one yards on you off the dome. The thing though is that when you're defensive coordinator, and you love this amount of yards. It's kind of masked beneath the fact that your team won, yeah. and the fact they put forty seven points. You're going into the meeting up. room still pissed the next day. Yeah, I find it funny though because no one ever talks about the fact that like, oh, check it out, the Ravens put up forty seven points. It was a it was a shootout to the end. I'm like, are we not going to talk about the lack of defense yeah. on both sides love, of the ball? I love watching Twitter react to games like this because it's the typical knee jerk reaction stuff. Baker Mayfield doesn't got it. Oh, Baker Mayfield woke up. He brought, he's got his team back in contention for the game. Yeah. Oh, the Ravens come back and win. Baker Mayfield can't get it done. Am, am I one of the few people that wants Baker Mayfield to be good? I, I like Baker Mayfield. I like I Baker I Mayfield. I really like him to succeed. Maybe, maybe it's because he's not in our division, our respected division. So it's sort of like, I mean, he's closer. He's more likely going to cross paths with you versus Tyler and I. But I mean, I, I like Baker Mayfield. I think Baker, for the most part, adds a little flavor to a position that normally doesn't have that much seasoning, for mm-hmm. being honest here. It's but about- I think Baker is the most relatable quarterback to people. I think people can really, well, like I said, just relate to the him. Dude's I, quoting, the dude's quoting the office during press interviews. Do you guys enjoy Baker Mayfield on the football field or in those commercials more? He's pretty good field. in the Heisman House commercials, and he's pretty yeah. good in those uh, com- uh, what is it, Hulu commercials. Or, oh, he, oh, that's right. He's in Hulu, too. Yeah, my favorite Hulu one is... Um, pick pick one. Baker Mayfield on the field or Baker Mayfield in commercials? He's pretty good in commercials. Okay, hold on, hold on. I might take him in commercials over on the field. Baker Mayfield dancing like an idiot. Is that technically Ooh, on the field or the commercials? That's on the field. I think that's... that's on the field. His, Do you remember his rookie day when he was doing that stupid dance and people always post him over the Browns lay a goose yeah, egg? Yeah, he would play the drum solo to... What's that one song? I forget it. I don't know. It, but it's, it's the one in, in The Hangover. Oh, I can feel... Oh, the one that Mike Tyson punches him Yeah, yeah. So he's... Okay, 
Commercial Baker Mayfield on the field. I might take commercial Baker Mayfield. I'm going to take He's commercial. pretty funny. Once he steps into press conference, is, does he become commercial Baker or is that so No, that's, I, let's just leave that off. I'm saying that's like off? Okay, I'm gonna say commercial talent Baker Mayfield versus yeah. Hulu Heisman House and because yeah. the Heisman House one's pretty funny too when he's on there with like Kyler and Tim uh, Tebow. I definitely have to say commercial simply because Baker comes off as a guy who like you feel like you could be friends with. Like when I when I look, let me give you an example. Like Jalen Hurts, for instance. Jalen Hurts is twenty two years old. Yeah, he doesn't look like a twenty two year old. No, I'm twenty four years old and I'm in worse. I'm in incredibly worse shape than he is. So, but when I look at him, I see an athlete, and it's like. Him and I would never have something in common. He wants to work out. He wants to go lift weights. He wants to play football. He wants to hit people. You know, like there's a disconnect there. Like we're the same age, but there's a disconnect. Baker Mayfield just has that appeal to him where it's like, oh, we can just we can just right. go do whatever and have fun. Remember, it was like the at the uh, sorry the Cleveland baseball team when they had a game <laughs> and uh, he was uh, he shotgunned that beer. Like, oh yeah, that yeah, comes yeah. off as like a fun dude. Or the t- even the time he got arrested for public intoxication, he was like, I'm Baker Mayfield and try to make a run right. for it. Oh, and he got right. tackled. Dude, he, foot speed, not there. Not Relatable. There. Relatable. Got, close the ga- the cop closed the gap on him look, real quick. It's he like, had like ketchup stains <laughs> on his shirt. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, relatable guy. It's like, look, I by no means am I the tallest. Am I the most fit? However, neither is he. Am I reliable? Hey, yeah, I see what you're doing here. I man. can do it. But look, say what you will about was it their new coach is Stefans- Stefanski or yeah. whatever. Like, say what you will about Stefanski. Maybe he just lucked it. He lucked out, and it's like, yo, I inherited a pretty decently team. I'm not Freddie Kitchens, who's a literal idiot. So maybe <laughs> I can make this work. But if you're like Baker Mayfield, he's getting the job done. For being honest here, could any other quarterback get in there and maybe do a little better? I don't know. Tyler's let's a football not play that guy, game. so he's definitely going to take on the field, Baker. Huh, Tyler. I'm going to take on the field Baker and it's for one moment and one moment specifically. And it's not even anything he's done at the pro level back in college. When Oklahoma this was there, not be the Ohio flag State, in the center field is the flag oh in the center God. field. Son of a I love the flag in the center field and the media crucified him for it. And this dude's basically like, I don't care. F you guys. But like, I see like, my, here's, here's my thing though. I find it so funny how like the media is always desperate for content, always desperate for like r- things to happen so they can talk about it. And yet they, and then they, you do something like massacre that. You, you him. show any kind of character. They like, Oh, that's not a QB move. Our QB is not supposed to be. Dude, we could, we could so- sit here. We could sit here and rank quarterbacks by, by level of what I want to hang out with them. Would I want to hang out with Mike Glennon. No. Would I want to hang out with Josh McCown. No. Do I want to hang out with bigger Mayfield? Uh, yeah, yeah, probably Baker just comes off as the kind of guy where it's like, Hey, let's go to Joe's crab shack. And just see, or the boiling crab, and let's just drink beers and eat and be really messy. He's like, all right, right, man, let's go do my it. My problem with the with the flag plant in the middle of the uh, the Buckeyes, in the middle of the shoe oh, after God, they beat him. Go. My problem. Okay, relax. My problem with it. I don't have a problem with him doing it. I love it. I love that kind yeah. of crap. I was an agitator playing hockey. Yeah. I love it. Poke at the bear, especially after you win. Poke the bear. Do, do whatever it. you want. You have the right to. You beat him in their house. Go do it. My problem with it was well, it's not even Baker's fault. It's the fact that it's pro- it's probably turf or something. And the flag didn't stick in the floor. So it kind of like <clears throat> and fell over. So it was real cool for a second. And then it kind of like fell flat. And then all of a sudden the team stepped on the flag. So it kind of the optics kind of sucked there at the end. It's like if we could cut the highlight right after the initial shove, Here, it'd just be a lot cooler for me. Here's my problem with the flag plant. And while again, I also side with uh, Eric here about it being cool. Like, okay, you know how when you look back and you think of the decisions you make and you kind of cringe, 
Like I remember yeah. back in high school, I would have the team like in football I'd be like, all right, guys, looking back, I'm like, oh, God, that's so embarrassing. Like, I wonder if Baker looks back on what he did and he's like, oh, yeah, I did do that. Yeah. Or like or his rookie pro day or his rookie uh, uh, media day when he's doing that stupid dance in the end zone that everyone oh, just yeah. memes him with whenever they do bad. Like, that's the thing for me. It just seems as one of those things where it was cool in the moment. But now looking back, it's like team pump up speeches. Are so t- I think back, I had to do a lot too when yeah. I was captain for my hockey team in college. I think back, it's like, dude, what were you yelling? Yeah, get in the corners, hit them first. Like oh, now, geez, like now, I've, up a storm. Now I've become the guy where it's like, if I hear someone yelling, I'm like, yo, bro, why are you yelling? I had a I had a buddy on my team. I'm in the middle of the the crowd, middle of the the huddle, the yeah, circle yeah. in our locker room, trying to hype them up. Hey, we got blah blah blah. We're playing San Diego State. Let's go. Blah, blah. And yeah, then doing, one of my on. guys, one of my guys, would be in the back of the circle. What else? And I'm like. Yeah, all hit, I had, hit him hard. And that then, was the worst then, person. What else? Uh, first on the puck. What else? And then I had to start telling him, like, dude, shut up, man. I'm like, I don't have anything I'm, else. I'm running out of what else is, bro. Jeez, man. What you're, else is there to do in hockey? You're gonna back me into the corner. What else? Win. What else? I don't know. What else is there to do in hockey, you dick? No, right. but I, I, uh, I think the only person whose pep talks actually resonate with me was uh, Tim Tebow. But Tim Tebow naturally just has that sort of like yeah, he's youth. got that preacher. Yeah, he's got that like he's got like that cool youth pastor vibe to him. So it's like okay, Ooh, Tyler. He's, he's naturally he naturally don't, comes don't, off don't as like hey guys, hold on, come come on. on, Tyler. Do you got any preacher vibes in you? Could you give us a good pep speech? You got a church lot. You come from I, a real Christian family, dude. I would nope, never. Do not. If if I was going any, into uh, battle and Tyler lives. was the one prepping us up, I'd be yeah, like, oh, we're gonna die. <laughs> All right, um, that's it. Let's get up over that hill and hopefully we don't pass out from the exhaustion over that hill. But uh. Here we go, go team! Oh, God, you you know what I honestly Ooh, appreciate more? I, I honestly, uh, the the guys who do the pregame speeches, don't get me wrong, those are good. Those can get you fired up. Jameis Winston, W. Crab Lakes, fired up, right? No, but see, no one is fired up for that. That's <laughs> no, 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 what I'm no, talking I'm saying, about. But, but here's what I'm saying. But like some guys feed off of that. Yeah, what that's I true. feed Literally off of eating W's. what? Yeah, yeah, really. <laughs> what I feed off of, I feed off of those guys who do those weird. But super energetic entrance celebrations, and I'm not even thinking like Ray Lewis. Like Ray Lewis, like the Ray Lewis no, dance. No, 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 no. I'm thinking the Brian Dawkins. Whenever he would come out, this dude would come out and like on all fours and everything, and just start beating up the ground for no reason. It's like they <laughs> they called this dude Weapon X for a reason. I love remember that. Remember that dude on the Seahawks who hit his head in the helmet and had to get stitches mm-hmm. for the game start? Like that's the that's the end result of trying too hard. But see, like not to not to stroke Eric's ego, but uh, I think like yesterday. The um uh the Bills posted a uh, video Josh of like Allen, Josh Allen yeah. walking out the tunnel. He's like, "Hey, short and sweet. Let's let let's let them do the dancing, and we'll handle the playing. Let's go." Yeah, because that was after Juju danced, did a little TikTok dance on the fifty on the Bills logo. Yeah, he's, he was like, "Let them, let that we work. Let them do the effing dancing, effing talking. Let's go win. One, two, three, win." That that is a prime example of what I'm talking about. Where like a few years from now, you're gonna look back and be like, "Damn, dog." All right, so. I told Tyler, I know people, if you made it this far, Tyler just laid out why he thought the game was great. I told Tyler to skip over a very big, important part of this game because I wanted to at least talk a little bit about it, the game, personally, before we tailspin, because this is definitely a tailspin topic, and we could we could probably spend the rest of the podcast depending on which way we go, left or right. So, in the middle of this big comeback win for the Ravens, Lamar Jackson all of a sudden wasn't on the field, right? So, I'm going to let Lamar Jackson... Explain to us why he wasn't on the field playing for the Ravens under center in probably the biggest part of the game. Why were you in the in the locker room? Um, I started cramping on the field. 
like the two passes I throw, like right before those two passes I throw to Willie and Mark, the overthrows, I was cramping my, my throwing arm. And I'm telling coach, I'm like, man, I need to get some salt in my system real quick. And, you know, we punt the ball. I'm on the sideline. We end up catching end up catching the pick on my interception. We go down the score. And right after that, I get a ball to JK and my legs just start cramping. And I'm like, bro, like, I need something now like to help me get better real quick because this is this a, a crucial game right here. You know, both teams be playing their hearts out. And we went to the back. Um, Dr. Tuck, she was um, helping me out a lot. And, you know, Trace was doing a great job dropping the ball down the field. Then I see my guy go down. And as as I'm seeing him go down, like, I'm still scratching. Like, I'm like, I got to get back. I'm catching the attitude because I'm like, man, it ain't going the way we want to. And then I see him go down, and I'm like, we got to start now. Like, we just got to go out there now. And I start running out there. Kale running with me. It's fourth down. And offensive line brought the, brought the tail off, and our guys just made great catches, and we came out with the victory. Just to, just to clarify, you, you didn't have to use the bathroom or anything in the back, right? You know, there was a lot of talk on social media that you were kind of like jogging, like you had to use the bathroom or something. I was cramping. I ain't putting a Paul Pierce. I didn't put a Paul Pierce. I, I was cramping. Uh, you're you're lying. Y- yeah. I don't know, like what's wrong. Uh-huh. What's wrong with just a man? You gotta take, you gotta take a dumb man. Like I, I get it. He probably he could have gone back there. Got you know, got his fluids, got his cramp worked out, whatever. Bro, you were running you like running? you were pinching. You were pinching your cheeks a little bit. Here's here's another thing too. I'm like, dude, it's 2020. Like, why are we shaming poop? Like, you gotta take a dump. Go take a dump. Like, like how how long are even? Well, I can't even say how long we're gonna be kids because kids find poop hilarious. Like, how long are we just gonna be? pretentious a-holes no pun intended and just shame people for having to take a dump like go take a dump so i have a joke with my fiance dr sunshine everybody coughs everybody poops man it's it's a it's a bodily habit dude why are we shaming poop like you said if you gotta poop sometimes you gotta poop sometimes and and we shouldn't be shaming it i don't know if we're gonna go as far to i don't know if we're gonna go as far as like you know let odell beckham jr off the hook for what he allegedly likes to do with poop. Okay, that's a different well, story. Yeah, that that's a that's <laughs> you know? a that's. But I don't think we should be making fun of people online for having to go take a dump. Yeah, I, I like at this point, like we we're so far advanced in society. Like, why can't we just let people just you know take dumps? Just do what you gotta do. Like, who am I? Who am I to judge you? Exactly. And as a QB in the NFL, I think that's gotta probably be the worst position you could ever be in, with even the slightest feeling of possibly having to poop. You know, or you could just be a man and just poop right there in your pants. Oh, Mike. See, Tyler. No, no, okay, no, 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 no. Listen, listen, no, listen, listen, listen. We're talking about not shaming it, but I'm shaming you if you poop your pants. No, listen, listen, listen. Hear me out. You deserve to get bullied. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. So while I'm work, while I was at work this morning, this was a topic. No, this was a topic that came up on our show. Uh, some guy called and in, I, I believe. My pants to prove a point. And yeah, no, he shut up, Tyler. This he is why asked, I bully you, bro. No, listen, listen. It's stuff like he this. Asked, I'm like, oh I'm like, my god, oh. Randy, will you <laughs> shut up for two seconds? He asked our show host Sean because Sean is an ex NFL guy. Has he ever seen anything like that happen in the huddle? And he said personally for him, no. But he knows several ex teammates who if they've had to take a dump they just take a dump right there in their pants on the field i don't know how, okay. it happens I don't know how that happens more happen. often than not now, i don't know how that could happen though and it not be everywhere like literally and figuratively yeah. speaking if okay. somebody poops themselves in any pants you're gonna notice if anybody poops themselves in an nfl game when you're wearing these spandex in any color you're gonna notice and you can't play a game with pants full of turd like you can't like, I don't know, am I the only one that can't, like, just walking would be uncomfortable, let okay. alone running a route? Now, here's here's my thing with this, though, because I can tell you 
that I had a coach in in high school, uh, my JV coach, my defensive. Uh, he was more like the defensive back coach. He told us while he played a uh, college ball, he took a dump in his pants during a game because he he couldn't run out into the he he couldn't run out into the to the locker room to use the restroom. So he just did it there in his pants. What? How, am I, yes. I like I said, it happens more often than not. And you got to remember, uh, underneath their uh, football pants. They're wearing, you know, some kind of like athletic yeah, boxers yeah. You got or whatever. Layers and stuff. But but if those are the darker colors, no, like man. let's say they have a pair of black ones, that could conceal it. Look, man, I can't. I'm not going to justify what they're doing. What they're doing is foul. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm not doing that either. Yeah. It's gross. Like, giving I'm not Lamar doing that the out. Like he should not be make, being yeah. made fun of because he ran to the back to take a dump in the middle of a game. It's probably a smart move on his part to avoid this conversation we're having. Because guess what? If he would have stayed on the field. Crapped his pants, and then that gets on Twitter. We're talking a whole nother level of yeah. of bullying. I've, I've been in I've been in the huddle where people throw up, like they just vomit right oh, there yeah, in, the, yeah. in the in the huddle, and that's kind of gross. That happens every year, usually early on when guys aren't as conditioned as well. And then you see somebody. It's it's always great when somebody's lined up and it's like a running back or something, and yeah. you just see them. I uh, I used to play rugby with guys who would just piss on the field, like they would they would like because but the shorts are so short, you just like you know just kind of yeah. pull the side and just go right there. But as but I, but dude like. A dump is an entire different. It's a it's it's it's, it's a That's, different category. It's, it's a different I, league. I can't even imagine how uncomfortable that would feel. And and the fact that Tyler's getting it from a guy who's in the in the league, and saying it happens more than you realize. Like, how do you not realize it? That's my second question. I guess is okay. I oh whatever. Absolutely. I, I take it. 100%. You know, that's a source. That's a that's a first person a source right there. But then my second question, my follow up would be, how do we not realize then? Because I, I guarantee the people on the field know it's going to smell. You're going to be running weird. How do the fans not pick up on it if it's actually happening regularly? Well, the fans, it's going to be a little bit harder, especially if you're in the stands, because obviously you can't see that close. It's going to be a little harder to tell. And even to an extent, those of us watching on TV, and I'm just going to use these guys as an example because we don't see them that much. You're not going to really be able to tell if a lineman, especially an offensive lineman, just took a dump right there in his pants because they don't get a whole lot of TV time, so they could probably get away with it. Now, if someone like mm, Brady did that, they would be all over the news, you know? But like I said, it happens more often than not. He said, you got to remember, these guys are traveling. They go to hotels. They go to different restaurants in the different city. And if this restaurant or hotel cooks their food wrong and they get sick because their stomach is upset, he said he's heard stories about guys getting hit with an upset stomach and it just comes out right there. Dude, that's I'm, crazy. To I me. mean, it's also it's also important to note that like these are world-class athletes. Like Regardless of what, what level of the depth chart you're on, you are considered yeah. a world-class athlete. Yeah, your body is so literally some, worth millions of dollars. In so some of, these, some of these guys, in order to maximize human performance, they do disgusting things. Things to us that seem just nasty, like blending up their meals or eating stuff that normal people wouldn't eat or egg yeah. yolks, you know? So to put it out of, to, so to, to, to assume they're above crapping themselves, I think is, uh, I think is a little, is a little bit of a reach. Do you guys remember Roberto Luongo leaving in the middle of a game to take a dump before a shootout? He tweeted, he quote tweeted a video of talking about it yesterday. He's like, happens to the best of it or like something like that. Yeah, yeah. He, he left in the middle of a game right before a shootout before they were playing the Blackhawks. I respect it. So I, I guess that's also my hang up is I couldn't imagine crapping myself being an ice hockey player with that amount of gear. I would always be pissed when I would put my bottom halves on and have to take a dump. And then it's like, dude, OK, these are you got big pants on as a hockey player. Your girdles strapped to your socks, which cover your your. It's pretty much a one piece with a bunch of pieces underneath. So I just could only imagine just the process of 
I, I don't know, man. This this story has just dumbfounded. Like, it's, it's confused me on so many levels. And now I've been even thrown a, a bigger monkey wrench because Tyler's out here saying people are pooping themselves in the NFL on a regular basis. I mean, I've heard um, that there, there's that series, uh, America's Game, that's like on all – they have one for every team that's won the Super Bowl. And for one of the 90s Broncos teams, they interviewed Mark Schlereth, and he said he, – he, he didn't he mention himself, that he used, right? Yeah, he didn't mention that he used to crap his pants. He said he used to pee in his pants all the time. He See, said there's just times where, like, you're tired, you're on the field, uh, and you got to go, and you just can't man. make it because the locker room's all the way over there, especially if you're a bigger guy, so you're running a little bit sore. He's like, yeah, I just used to piss myself know, right there. I don't know how I'm going to be able to look at these guys playing sometimes now because I notice I noticed the sweat stains, you know, especially linemen. They got your 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 replays are right up their ass sometimes, depending on what you, the what the replay of the play is, and you see you see the the build up, you know, like sweaty pits. You could see the the sweat build up, and sometimes these pants are just totally discolored because of you know. I to this point, I assumed sweat, big man sweat. Now I'm kind of gonna be questioning what I see when I'm looking at a replay of Josh Allen under center here, you know, with his hand, these guys' hands are in each other's asses half the time. Yeah, man, okay, but think, but think, think about like, that's the center, that's gross. Dude, but think about like center. how, how like deep in it you're in for the game. Like your, your hands are dirty. You're, there's blood everywhere. True. Like you don't even know what's you're on. Not, you don't even know what's going on. Like, All right. You could crap your I pants guess. and you wouldn't even know. <laughs> Get to the locker room. You take your pants off. Oh, what's that I, smell? I think I crap myself. What's that smell? Right. So I mentioned it. NFL QB has to be, high on the list of worst places you got to take a dump or holding a dump in, I should say. Off top of your head, what do you guys have? I had the DMV line. Ooh, that's a good one. You're DMV, stuck in line? But actually, I think from DMV line, I came to the conclusion that just a line in general, like imagine being in line for a roller coaster and it's like, you know, so you've got those guardrails next to you so you can't really like Decision get out. Time. And it's like, yo, am I going to stand here for the next 25 minutes waiting to go on this roller coaster? It's going to last like maybe what, three minutes tops? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then you're and then you're on the roller coaster holding it. Yeah. And but see, there's dangerous because then you're doing loops, you're doing turns and stuff. And so like some things might get a little loose. So I went ahead and I said lines. Oh no. If I had to think about it, and I'm thinking off the top of my head, I would think sitting in traffic. Traffic is bad one. Now, okay, now see, traffic is different for me because I don't have a problem with dumping in traffic. I have a problem with taking a piss when I'm in traffic. Really? So you Wait. you're more comfortable pulling over and peeing and rather than pulling over and pooping? No, no, no. I mean, I mean, like if I have to use if I have to go number two while I'm driving, I, I the chances of me being able to hold it in without oh, okay, straining okay. too can, much. No, 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 no. no. It's pretty let, high. Let me, let me make this more clear. I'm not talking while you're driving. I'm talking you're in bumper to bumper traffic and it is not moving. Oh, no, so I know, you're like stand I, still. I know, but that's my thing though. Like if I. I've trained myself over the years that like if I'm stuck in traffic and I have to take a dump, like I'm I'm good. I'll be all right. It's when I have to pee that and I've never yeah, peed myself, yeah. obviously, but I'm just like having to pee when you're stuck, when you're desperate is the worst. That one, if you give up, a, if, if for some reason as a guy, you know, yeah. this like I said, this is why I brought this up halfway through because we're tailspinning here. As a guy, when you give it a little bit of an inch, it's like you can't you can't stop it half the time. That's the thing. If you you're give gone. it an inch, you give it a mile. Yeah, you, you got to just you're releasing. Mine, I'm speaking out of out of an experience, not personally, but I was flying with a buddy once home from Vancouver. Yeah, he had to go. Okay. He had to go, and we were flying home, so it oh, was we were God. we were running late, so we had to get through the airport and get onto the plane. And you guys know boarding process, take off, get up to a certain level before you could get up and move about the cabin before you could right. go. So right. and this, you know, he's 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 a bigger guy, so I'm I'm assuming you know he's got to handle some business, and I've never seen him look so uncomfortable in my life and i've i've just, from that day on i'm like that's got to be the worst time you can you're cameling you're going and you're in an airport line so you can't pull over and take a dump you can't relieve yourself 
You got to go from ticketing through security, through the terminal, onto the plane, take off, up whatever thousand miles into the air, and then be allowed to take off. Yeah, because see, nothing's worse than like committing to doing something and then having this just ruin your plans. <laughs> yeah, and that's the only thing you think about. You're done. Let's see. Another thing I would say, too, that's probably the worst place to have to take a dump. Works up there for me because I don't like to poop at work. I'm fine with pooping at work. I, you know, at work I, 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 I always poop at work. Yeah, I if I'm in a care. bind, like I can go. But I really see, yeah, man, I like to be comfortable and I'm not comfortable sitting down at, at, at work. Yeah. You know, and especially, dude, when somebody walks into the bathroom and I'm in a cubicle, I'm in a stall. Okay. And I'm sitting there and somebody comes in. It's like it's like stage fright. And I, just, I go I go and Frank on people. Zero yeah. dark 30. And I go. <laughs> I got okay. I got. Like, no, I, I got two right here. I don't even want people to know I'm in there pooping. I got two right here. So number one is when you finally get comfortable. Like I hate when I lay down in bed. Like laying in bed obviously oh, yeah. isn't a lot of work, but finding that perfect mold, that night, that nice little level where you're comfortable, is a little bit difficult. You know, trying to find that sweet spot. Now, to further point to fur- take my point further, I think arguably this is the worst place to have to take a poop at a house that you don't know. Like nope. nothing is worse. Like if I I'm vis- if I'm visiting someone, or oh, if you're visiting a girl's place for the first time. I mean, obviously, this the my first time was three years ago with my girlfriend, who I'm with now. But the first time I had to take a dump, that was terrible. Yeah, that was hell because you don't know. It's like taking a shower at someone's house. They, like you're not used to it. You don't know what's going yeah. on. You know how thin the walls are. You don't know I'm if not like lie. you know if it's like one ply or two ply. Or you don't even know if you can flush the toilet paper. Some people don't even let you flush the toilet Tyler paper. Tyler just gave us a not going to lie. What are you not going to yeah, lie, Tyler? Not going to lie about when I was 12, me and my family were at someone's house. It's the only time I ever met them. Oh, I had to yourself. go. No, I had to go. I went to the restroom. And what happens? We got a toilet clog situation. Oh, no. I was like, no. And no. I'm not going to repeat how I fixed the situation. Oh, you reached in there, you animal. <laughs> No, you didn't say no, bro. I I washed. (laughs) I washed my hands about ten times. I washed my hands about ten times. After that, I went home and took like four showers back to back. See, now I know. Now I know everything I I need. Now I know everything I need to know about you. My God, I was twelve, dude. I was twelve. Why? That's an excuse. I was more. Well, what am I supposed to do? Just let it sit there, then be like. They come in and like, yo, who the hell clogged my toilet? Like, what am I supposed to do? You're horrible. Oh You're horrible. You're a terrible human being. What, what I am wish I supposed nothing, to do? I wish nothing but answer bad things me, for you. Answer me this question. What am I supposed okay, to do? Okay, how many people were... Hey, how hey many mom, people, hey, dad, I need help in the bathroom. How many people, Something, man. How oh many people God, were... were right now. How many people were in the house? Probably well, about 15. Dude, you could have easily just slipped out and been like, I don't know. What are they going to do? How are they going to know it was you? Oh, man. That's what I would have done. I would have slipped out. Nah, like like I, a whisper I, in the night. I was, too much, I was too much of a good child to do that. Oh, and I'm not going no, go to I'm not gonna go probably, to my parents, dude. That's announced. so embarrassing as a 12-year-old. You, you probably announced you were going to go take a dump. Like, I'm going to go drop a deuce. Go. Knowing you, you probably said something stupid, too. Like, I'm going to go take the Browns to the Super Bowl. Exactly. I was just about to say yeah, Knowing okay, him, he okay. made some football reference. Oh, I'm going to take the Browns to the Super Bowl. Drop I the kids was 12. I wasn't 20. Y'all need to relax. Oh, you said when you're 20? Oh, God. That's wild. I, oh, God. I, yeah, dude, like, oh. That's nasty, man. You're gross. <laughs> that's I, don't, I don't think I can ever forgive you for that ever again. Well, now, now, for the people who are listening, I have opened myself up to you 
Do not shame me. Okay? Oh, you can shame ask. that. You just shame, dude, you just shame is, people for pooping. This is on tape. Like, this is going to live forever yeah. on the internet now, man. Somebody's going to find this. Let, let's wow. hope this eventually gets buried like the dude, someone's gonna missing, clip uh, this. Like the missing Watergate tapes. It just wow, never shows man. up. This is, that's crazy. Dude, someone's going to clip this and send to Sports Talk 790. <laughs> oh, you better not, dude. Dude, this, that's better wild, not. man. I, got, I can't believe you said that. I can't believe you, t you put that on record. That's the story you take the grip, or you pr you throw like my buddy said he did this. Did you at least like get away with it? There was there no like until right now. Did anybody else know about that? Oh story? no, this is the first time I've ever told anyone. Wow, like I've been dead quiet. Wow, well, about I'm it. glad you shared it on a <laughs> podcast. <laughs> well, like I said, I was twelve. Whatever. This was fourteen. This was fourteen. I'm gonna ask. How much was stuck in the bowl? Like, like, was it just toilet paper or was it, was it, was it a lot of stuff? Oh, it, it was mostly toilet paper. I mean, mostly I'm, I'm, or? Well, like, I'm the guy that like wads it Tyler's, up. I don't Tyler's a big wiper. Uh, Tyler's a big God, wiper. I can't touch my man. Ooh, okay. Well, I was going to, I was going to say just the scenario kind of sucks. Like sometimes you go to a house. Yeah, I know I'm thrown off track here. Sometimes you go to a house that like the, I'm the, shell -shocked. the positioning of the toilet is bad. Like the bathroom. I went to a, a place with my fiance once her family side of that, of the situation so i was there it was a morning after drinking so you have that like bubble guts going and their bathroom was like right in the living area i avoided pooping man i couldn't do it i couldn't bring myself to stink up the, the bathroom which was going to spill into the living room but tyler would have just pooped in the front room I, I think probably. i think i think the only thing i can compare this to that's like arguably like a little bit more um more embarrassing for myself is the fact that like i oh god i can't even think sure right now so <laughs> I'm I'm just I'm just well, oh wait 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 I'm wait. bamboozled. We missed the, we missed something. What did you do with it? Oh yeah. What did you do with it? Oh no no. Once I loosened up the paper a little bit, it all went down. So you you just plunged it with your fist, basically. Pretty much. That's the easiest oh, way to do it. My, I guess, I don't know if that makes it better that you didn't like remove it or you just punched the hole. In well, if I remove it, what am, where am I gonna put exactly it? Exactly why I just asked. So you you basically ground and pounded. I mean, we we did a, we did some clever maneuvering in the toilet bowl and uh, we all went down. We I, we as in me and my hand. Okay? Oh my god! <laughs> relax. I was like, what do you mean, relax. we? Man, right. Yo, Tyler, I was. Oh my god, I was about to say, bro. I'm like, what do you mean, we? Wow. Oh man, yeah, what a story, dude. Hand. See, this is why I said we got to get at least a little bit of football talking before we bring this up. See, Tyler, do you see what happens when you actually talk during the podcast and not like Eric and oh, I make it the Eric and Rain show? This, this, this might be our most you know downloaded episode yet. Oh, man, it's gonna. I hope not. Yeah. No. <laughs> you hope not. Again, the, again, it would be crazy. It would be reasons. crazy if somebody clipped this and tweeted at anybody affiliated with the 790 <laughs> Sports Talk Station in Houston's morning yeah. show. Sean, Sean, if you do, I will hunt you down. And I think you're not on you. any other podcast where you know stuff so just gets dug up and yeah. brought up to anybody's attention. So I might hey, bring up, keep, bring keep up it against secret, you. Keep it safe, bro. Again, keep asking secret, to keep, keep secret, bro. This is a podcast that we literally post on the internet <laughs> where anybody can listen. I think. I think my favorite thing too for like this is like I was going to talk about something that was I found super embarrassing, but I can't. I can't. I don't know if I can top this. My thing is like the the one thing I find super embarrassing is if I'm using the restroom and you drop a two and it paints the bowl. And then you know someone's waiting tough, to come. Yeah. Someone's waiting to come in. You're like, look, I mean, I can't do anything about this. I'm sorry. Yeah. Just walk out. Oh, I'll tr I'll try to do like repeat flushes just to get most of it away. Oh, and then if it doesn't, you just go scrub it with your hand. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do not. At that point, I'm like, well, it's a lost cause. Got to go. Ah, oh, you're so goddamn Man, nasty, I'm Tyler. Nobody else is gonna make the Cleveland Browns joke throughout all this. How this all stemmed from a Cleveland Browns game? No, okay, we'll move along. <sighs> Man. <sighs>
Uh, Let's pick some games, guys. Yeah, we were yeah. gonna do crappy teams in sports, but I, I want to get away from the crap. Yeah, topic. we we this completely derailed everything yeah, because this, Tyler <laughs> Tyler dropped a nuke on us, literally and figuratively. Oh my this god, is, this is just a trade. Let's let's pick some games. I'm not even gonna go back to the Bills. I don't want to taint the Bills win with whatever just happened on the same podcast as this. So I'm gonna let's go pick some games in the NFL coming up on Sunday. Jesus. So this weekend in the NFL, we're actually into that great time of year. I'm saying it's a great time of year if like we haven't had NFL games on every day of the week this year. But this is the weekend that those Saturday afternoon NFL games start. And lucky us, Randy, Bills, Packers, both standalone games this weekend on Saturday yes. afternoon. Yes. Yeah, this, uh, this Saturday is going to be weird because there's these two NFL games. And like you just said, they're both your teams, Bills, Packers. But then all the conference championships for college football are on Saturday, too. So I got to flip between Bear or I got to flip between Panthers, Packers, and Clemson, Notre Dame. So this is this is gonna be kind of a fun weekend. I'm looking forward to it. I love this time of year because it's it gives us like a taste of like an alternate like universe where football is played on Saturdays, and it's like wow. So this is what it's like. Even though this year we've had some pretty crazy games it's like on Tuesdays, Tuesday and, afternoon, Wednesday afternoon. Yeah. But I think like the conclusion I've come to, believe it or not. Sunday really is the perfect day for football. It's sacred. It is. Because even like, on Saturdays, it feels kind of off. You kind of wake up and yeah. you're like, oh, there's football on Sunday, right now. Sunday is meant for doing stupid stuff and doing bad things to your body. And then Sunday you recover and you recover by watching football yeah, and eating couch, bad food. Drink some recovery beers. Exactly. After you absolutely demolish your body on Saturday and Friday night, you have to recover because Monday you start your meaningless existence. I mean... You start your work week all over again. <laughs> right. Did I say that a lot? Oh my God. What happened? No, but like, yeah, because like we had what? Tuesday games. Um, did we have a Wednesday game this year? Yeah, we had a Wednesday game. We had, we had a Wednesday, Wednesday game. Week. I think the Cowboys played back to back Wednesday games. So like next for- week we have a Friday Christmas game. So like okay, I'm I think this is that. the first I think this That's is the first good. season ever where we've literally had one game on each day of the week. Yeah, I, heard, I saw one. it on okay, the with broadcast. The, with the exception of Sunday, do you guys have a favorite day that you've actually enjoyed? I think the inclusion of a Friday night game is going to be really fun. Because as a kid growing up, I loved the Friday night SmackDown. I thought it was perfect. It was a fun time slot. My problem with like the Tuesday and Wednesday game, because I think I think I for once said at the beginning of the year, I was like, oh man, I can't wait to have these games, football all week long. But the reality is I'm too goddamn tired on Tuesday or Wednesday to really even right. invest myself in a football game. But you know why you're tired on Tuesday? Because I work. My, other, my favorite non- uh, Sunday is Monday, my favorite game or my favorite day to watch a game. It's just Monday night football just has that feel to it because your Sunday's over, the weekend's over. Okay, I got to go to work. You go to work, you're tired, you come home, and then you can pop in more recovery beers and relax and just watch more football. Now, see, my problem with Monday games is they have the same feel to them as Sunday, Sunday night games, which is it's like impending doom. But the doom is I got to go to bed because yeah. I got work tomorrow. I do have that feeling usually when I hear Chris Collinsworth. At some point in the middle of that game, I'll hear him talking and I'll be like, damn, I got like two more hours of football left and it's the work yeah. week again. Yes, dude. Thank you. Yeah, that, you, that I do because I do think about that because it's usually I'm, I'm like one eye open, half like kind of drunk yeah. from the day of drinking, watching football and kind of tired from the weekend. Yeah. You know, my overnight and stuff. So then I do because I do have this feeling where I'm usually like sitting there kind of like half awake, you know, I'm like, oh, damn, Chris Collins was talking to me. That means I'm like 12 hours away from from waking up on a Monday. That's exactly what runs to my I head would, too. I would like Monday night football to to have the double header for more throughout the season. I like the double header, the the East yeah. Coast early 5 p.m. start time yeah. on the West. See, I can and get then, down and with then an a double, a, you know, double dip. 
Give me a Chargers Raiders on the West Coast. That way the East babies can go go to sleep and cry. They got their Monday night football on. Yeah. Give them a Jets, Dolphins, whatever. I'm just throwing East Coast teams. Yeah. They can go go to sleep, you know, get, yeah. catch some Z's. They don't got to bitch and complain. And then us West Coasters can pop in another beer. Mm-hmm. And hit our second hit our second wind. Here's here's man, what you I tell me. I got to see the Raiders play at nine p.m. Come look, on, man. man. Hey, you're, you're you're splitting hairs here. I just yeah. want two games. All right. No one cares about what Fine. you have to do with Mr. Texas. You want Texas. the Chiefs and the the Seahawks on the West Coast? Fine, you can have it to them. Here's my thing that I would love. I would love a doubleheader Monday, like you said, because I enjoy that early game on the on the yeah. East Coast. It's a fun not thing to watch. Not two p.m. early, like this weird no, COVID yeah, crap. Yeah, let's not get Give that. Me the five p.m. Pacific. Not get too crazy, but I would love, love, love. For a Friday night game, no football, no NFL football on Saturday, a regular slate on Sunday, and then a doubleheader on Monday. I think a Friday night NFL game is the perfect way to kick off your weekend. Just have fun, True. kick back, enjoy yourself. And then Saturday, you can watch college football. You can just, you know, do what you usually do and just do bad things to your body. And then Sunday, <laughs> it's all about recovery and watching your team throughout the day. Because think about how many meaningless games we've got on like 10 a.m. or 1 p.m. Uh, out here in the West Coast. So and the only reason why I even see anything of them is because of Red Zone. So what we're laying out right now, our perfect football viewing schedule here. Monday, doubleheader. 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Pacific, Monday. Tuesday, probably day off. Wednesday, Maction. Thursday, Maction. Friday, start of the NFL week. Saturday, college football. Sunday, full slate. I think it'd be genius if the NFL invested more of its, if they would invest less time on trying to push a Thursday night game and more time pushing like, hey guys, watch Maction. Hey guys, Saturday, sit tight, watch these games that is going to showcase the next generation of NFL stars. Like, why are we not doing watch this? The, watch Toledo take on the Akron Zappers or whatever the hell they are. Yeah, the Zips or whatever they're called. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm I totally mean- down with that. To be fair, they kind of make us do that by making us watch Jags Titans every. Oh, Thursday there it night. is! There it is! The Falcons fan taking his shot. But it's like it's Jags Titans. <laughs> Who's ever been excited for that since 1999? Titans, uh, Titans are in position to win their division, man. Give Derek them some respect. Henry, and the Jags are in Derek position Henry's, for the first overall pick. Derek They're Henry, back to back 1500 yard season. Put some respect. Garner Minshew is coming back this week because Mike Glennon, that giraffe necked son of a bitch, can't finish a game. So he's coming in to save the Jags from mediocrity. Shout out to the backup QBs this year. We've kind of threw a wrench in their plans because we we threw their name into the light. And there's been a, there you go. There's been a lot of backup QB talk since we kind of poked fun at them, just yeah. kind of cashing paychecks. Yeah, we just ruined the back uh, the backup QB universe. We put it into a tailspin. All right, let's run through some games. We don't got to really dive into too much analysis because who are we to give analysis, right, guys? So let's pick our teams at least. Uh, Bills Broncos on Saturday. Oh, let's start on Thursday night. Let's not forget about the Thursday night game. We do have Ooh. to respect that we did just trash it. We wish it's a Friday night game. So let's squint our eyes, guys. Let's pretend it's a Friday night game, Randy. Here you go. Friday eyes. night football. The Los Angeles Chargers versus the Las Vegas Radars. Radars? The Los Angeles Electrical Outlets versus the <laughs> yeah. Las Vegas Rubas. Right. Ten years ago, imagine telling somebody that the Los Angeles Chargers versus the Las Vegas Raiders. God, that's like this feels like Madden when you would relocate teams. Yeah, you just dra- you like what? What's your favorite team? Buffalo Bills. All right, you're coming to L.A. God, look, a Packers fan. All right, the Los Angeles Packers. Here we go. Aaron I I have I football has run its course on me this year, so I'm at the point now where it's like I don't really think I want to check out a Thursday night game. Like, and I'm like, you know what? I've been bombarded with so much football literally throughout an entire week. Sleeping through games, being told I missed game of the year, or being told I missed this, being told I missed that. So it's like, 
Do I really want to watch two teams that probably aren't going to make the playoffs? Nah, I mean, I know the Raiders are on the bubble. Yeah, they're on the bubble. But, I mean, Gruden's pissed. Gruden fired the the, the defensive coordinator because they let up. Like, DC well, scapegoats, man. It's a trend this year. I know, well, but, but but that's why that's why it. I find Adam Gase so exciting because Adam Gase is like, look, I'm going to call the, def- the offensive plays, and then they score, what, three points? Yeah, so, that's great. I'm going to fire my defensive stuff. coordinator. I mean, they didn't play any better. They, they got blown out. I mean, they're playing Seahawks, but yeah, then you put up three points because the DC was the problem. Do you think if you're a Pro Bowl player for the Jets that you walk in with the same amount of swagger as somebody no, else? No, yeah, I figured. It's like in the NHL where every team gets one player. Oh uh, yeah. For a while, it's like you're oh you're the you're the representative from the Panthers. All right, so let's pick it at least, Randy. After you just laid out why you want so much more football, and then you said I'm so over football. So no, I said I want football on Fridays, okay. not Thursdays. Okay, Thursdays again, are busy squint days. your eyes. All right, it's a Friday it's night. A Friday night. I'm going to go You're ahead. You're ready pick- to, like you say, do bad things to your body on this weekend. I'm going to go ahead and pick the Chargers. I think the Raiders, they've uh, they've they've hit that rut. And I, I, I find that having to drastically change your scheme by firing a coordinator is not an easy thing to accomplish. No. And they don't have time. They don't have room to adjust. So they're going to get caught with their pants down. And I see the Chargers winning, which also is detrimental because that means more time for Lynn. So, I mean. I think Lynn's on his way. I think these guys are playing for Herbert now at this point. You think which so? Which is why I'm going to pick the Chargers. I'm also at the point of this season where I just hope for chaos. Yeah, I, want, I would love I that. I want chaos. I want the Chargers to win, to poke the Raiders. The Raiders fans are so insufferable sometimes. And a Herbert, a Herbie win over the Raiders to pretty much, I think that would pretty much poke yeah, their bubble. That's done. To put them, put, them, put them in the coffin. What do you got, Tyler? I'm going to go ahead and take the Raiders just because I, for years, I know I hate them. But I just want to see John Gruden back in the postseason. And I know that's kind of a long shot at this point because of the way they've played the last three weeks. But they're not eliminated just yet. So I'm going to hope and pray that uh, Vegas wins this game. All right. Bills, Broncos. Anybody pick the Broncos? No. Trap game. You went, you went on your little <sighs> trap game rant last week, Randy. I mean, you're if, if, you're, if you are a Bills supporter, such as yourself, you want them to lose a game before they go into the playoffs. Because, no, I don't. <laughs> but you always, you always hear about the – I mean – you always hear about guys who it's like they're due for a loss, they're due for a loss. Like, look at the Saints. They were due for a loss. They got a loss. Obviously, different situation. But, I, uh, but yeah, I mean, Drew Locke is so sporadic. I don't even really know what he's doing. Right. The Broncos are all over the place. They've got a good tight end. They've got a good receiver. Can I say they have a good quarterback? I, mean, no. I don't know. So I'm going to go ahead and pick the Bills. By the way, one. you like my Bills shirt I'm wearing today, Randy? <laughs> it's nice. Simpsons theme. I'll post it on the Instagram. Well, that might be our little episode picture today i'll get that up hey tyler did you see it oh just kidding you live in texas <laughs> yeah you want to look at it oh no you sent me a picture so shut up oh i did that's right i'm just kidding you live in a road trip <laughs> oh yeah apartment. tailgater sports on instagram check it out it will be there uh packers panthers anybody gonna pick the panthers little hiccup was a little scary there for a little bit this weekend against yeah the but that's Randy. but that's the life of being a packer fan it's like you don't really know what's gonna happen it's like I don't know. Uh, it's like opening up a little jack in the box. You know when it's going to pop out? It's like, are we going to do good this week? Are we going to lose this week? I don't know. Aaron Rodgers, is somebody going to drop a ball when Aaron Rodgers? Be I mean, Aaron Rodgers is red hot right now. He's what second in MVP race. I mean, good luck. Oh, I, I, yeah, good I have luck him first Mah- now. Good luck beating Mahomes just because you know the NFL is just going to give it to him because yeah. Mahomes has personality or whatever. Shut up, losers. But uh, I, I also see kind of along the lines of a trap game. You never know. You know what's going to happen. Matt Rule, has he caught the Cardinals back when they were actually doing pretty good early in the year? Yeah, but I, I mean, is, is Bridgewater still the starting quarterback? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, never mind. Yeah, never mind. All right. Packers. 
Packers. Yep. You're gonna you gonna go against the grain here for some random reason, Tyler? No, I'm gonna pick the Packers too. I would not be surprised if the Panthers make it a fight, but they're not gonna win. I Panthers need to draft a quarterback, man. Right. I mean, I know they picked up PJ Tucker from the XFL, who looked he should give him more shot, man. I know decently, but they got they signed Teddy Bridgewater. You can't have a guy on the books for millions of dollars and have PJ yeah, Tucker. But replace it's just him. it's just not working there, man. I mean, obviously McCaffrey's been hurt for like every game this year. If it was like off, what was after the ankle hurts his uh, hurts his shoulder. Then in practice, hurts his quad or his. So it's like it's if it's not one thing, it's the other. But yeah, man, the Panthers need some help. All right, Tyler. I know you've kind of given up on your season. You posted your "I'm a drunk alcoholic Falcons well, who gift." Whatever. Drink. Who doesn't actually drink? Yeah, whatever. You're one big walking contradiction. But I do remember you I, posting. I cracked open the bottle. I wasn't gonna alcoholically yeah, yeah, drink the entire you thing. Sniff it, you loser. Um, no, I but I do it. remember Shut a certain Tyler. somebody posting early on in this year. I wish we. I can't. Wait to beat the effing legs out of Tom Brady or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember, yeah. Somebody had some very strong words for the new quarterback in Tampa Bay. Uh, fast forward to week 15 or 14, whatever we're in. Eight, five, four, nine. So how do you feel? What, do you, what, is, what is Tom Brady going to do in the uh, Mercedes-Benz uh, Cadillac Dome or whatever you guys play in Atlanta? Tom Brady, if you're listening, which I know you're not, just know I still hate you. But I have never asked for this, and I'm surprised I'm doing it right now. I want you to beat us because I need a high draft pick this year. So, <laughs> He's your daddy, please, man. Please He's destroy me. He's your daddy. Please destroy us. The Bucks are one of those teams also where I'm not really sold on them yet. They've had up and down, up the, and down. The one thing that the, the Patriots always had going for them was synergy. You know, like those guys were nobodies really, but they were they were together for so long that they just meshed well together. And this is the Bucks' first year, so I wouldn't consider the team an overall failure. That being said... I, like, I I bring it up because I'm not entirely sold on what they're doing. I right don't now. understand why is Tom Brady still throwing it to Gronkowski so much. Like I get he's his security blanket. That's the the rapport. Yeah. But like on a team we got Mike Evans, Antonio Brown, Godwin. Like these are three studs. And for some reason the only guy that can catch the ball, the only guy that Tom Brady looks for is Gronk. It's so weird. Well, the reason why I'm not entirely sold. The reason why I'm not entirely sold these guys either is like look at look at Fournette. Fournette was a healthy scratch. Yeah, it's it's a weird Bruce Arians and Tom Brady are, are either in love with each other or hate each other every week such a weird weird this team, team this team has shady mccoy and ronald jones but two guys who look exceptionally better than leonard fournette carry leonard the Fournette's ball like a loaf of bread shady mccoy leonard fournette just looks like he just wants like okay i guess i'm playing football today so let's roll through a couple more just put our names to a pick all right guys all right so here we go nfc battle seattle seahawks washington football team washington football team trending up big win they lead the nfc east now um tyler apparently thinks the season is over they own the nfc east Playing the Seahawks, who have had a hiccup or two. Seahawks against the Washington football team in Washington. I'm feeling good about the the Washington football team, man. I, and I'm not saying this only because Tyler basically crowned me as having the right prediction earlier this year, but I'm crown, I'm, I'm giving it to him because they just look complete. Like they're starting to look like they're buying into what Ron Rivera is telling him, which is, "Hey guys, how about we don't lose for once?" Right. And so I just I think it works. The defense looks stellar too. Chase Young is really nasty. Chase Young is really starting to, to to show himself as like, hey. This was a really smart pick. What do you got, Tyler? I'm going to say Seattle gets another hiccup and Washington beats them at home this weekend. Washington's just, they're a really good quarterback away from making a deep playoff run. If they can get someone, we've already figured out that Dwayne Haskins isn't the answer. Alex Smith, don't get me wrong, great story. He's a great vet to have around, but you need someone who's better than Alex Smith to take you that far. But yeah, yeah I'll take Washington. Potential I'm going to go with the Seahawks. I very rarely pick against Russell Wilson. I know it's west to east, but it's almost playoff time. This is not a. Dude, this is not when Russell Wilson right. loses games. 
Can you imagine how crazy it'd be, though? Like, how insane it's going to be if they lose, like, as far as the NFC East goes? Oh, yeah, dude. It's 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 tight, man. It's like, what, two games? Like, it's still anybody's division. There's a couple division games between. I think the Cowboys have two division games, so they could still win it. Moving along, Chiefs at Saints. Saints, Saints coming off that weird loss. Taysom Hill lost to the Jalen Hurt-led Philadelphia Eagles. Weird game. Chiefs against the Saints in New Orleans, guys. It'd yeah. be a little different if the Superdome was full, full of the Saints fans, but it's going to be empty, obviously, so no yeah. home field advantage. I don't know if Drew Brees will be back from his 50,000 rib fractures, but Chiefs, Mahomes, Saints, maybe Taysom Hill? No, I got, I got the, uh, I, I got, no. Yeah, I got the, I got the Chiefs. Got the Chiefs. What's crazy, did you see a stat that came out recently about how, like, uh, this last game was the first game in, like, Three years that the Saints allowed a hundred more, like more than a hundred yards rushing. Oh, really? Yeah, their defense good, man. Cam Jordan's sick. What do you got, Tyler? From everything I've read so far this week, it seems that Drew Brees is on track to come back this week. And Why? just keeping that in mind, I'm actually going to pick the Saints. The Saints, and crazy, th- there's, th- there's three teams I actually think that could give Kansas City a run for their money, and one of them is the Saints. I think if the Saints and Chiefs met in the Super Bowl, I think the Saints could actually beat them, so I'm going to take New Orleans. Yeah, I'm going to pick the Saints, too. This is a rebound really? game. Yeah, defense. I think the defense... Dude, the defense had a, the defense had is a amazing, string yeah. of really good games. I think this is the first time they've allowed more than 17 points in, like, what, four or five games, something like that. Um, I'm calling this a rebound game. This is a statement game. They beat the Chiefs. And maybe the Bills sneak into first place in the AFC. So oh, my like. God. Maybe I'm just being selfish. I don't know. And we mentioned the NFC East, how close it is. So we might as well throw in the Giants and the Cleveland Browns, guys. Sunday night football. We talked about the Browns, the Cleveland Browns. How crazy is that? We talked about the Cleveland Browns earlier today. They lost to the Ravens. So they're now in a spot where they need to string together some wins. Yeah. Giants very much in the NFC East talks. Giants hosting the Browns. What do we got? I'm going to go ahead and give it to the Browns. I think they're going to win this game. Um, First off, I think... They've proved to us last night, especially, that they can play and they can play well under the bright lights, obviously, with that shootout that we just saw. They are a very, very, very good team. And don't get me wrong, the Giants have a stellar defense that's getting better and better every week. However, Daniel Jones is still hurt. Colt McCoy isn't the answer. I'm going to give it to the Browns this week to get to 10-4. and four. Shut up. What do you got, Randy? I uh, God, man, I, the Browns. The Browns are too good. Yeah, I I want to I want the upset pick just because to make it sexy, but I don't see the, how I can go against the the grain that the way. The Browns are next up in regards to like the same thing that uh the Bills had to go through, where the media is like, wait a second. Yeah, all of a sudden they're good, and now are they are they not bad anymore? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's it's that's what my Twitter feed is. It's, it's people. Oh, Browns, you suffered through this for so many years. Celebrate, and then it's. Bills fans who suffered through all this yeah. for so many years celebrate. My my favorite thing is when people are like, yo, you guys lost to the Browns. You guys lost to the Bills. I'm like, have you not seen yeah. the rosters? They're good this year. Surprise. Their teams are built well. But yeah, I got the... Uh, actually, I think it's going to be a blowout too. I don't think the Giants are going to be anywhere close. Yeah, no, it's going to be a tough one. All right, that'll do it for this episode, for whatever the hell this episode was. Um, if you want to follow us on Twitter, I mean, Tyler's at Tyler the Board Up on Twitter. Uh. Follow him for more poop talk i guess uh, i'm at underscore roberts 11 randy's at hates randall at tailgater sports Poopy on fingers. instagram go follow that check out the funny things that tyler likes to post on there I'd, hopefully he doesn't post anything i don't know 
and you get like, out. Of this here. isn't a threat, think, but if you post anything poop related, I will block you. I think. I think. <laughs> yeah, I, it would be a real shame if you guys just bombard him with toilet pictures. I think. Uh, I think this podcast is. Uh, I'm gonna chalk it up as a loss because mentally, I'm. I'm just not here anymore. Yeah, all right. Tailgater like, Sports uh, on Instagram, guys. TailgaterSports.com for all your download links. I would say let's get a uh, closing thought, but I just need to get out of here. Yeah. I feel gross. Follow Tailgater Sports for all your sports needs and poop tips. Courtesy of Tyler. Why did you say that? Why? Why? You come out with stink like that? Poop. Poop mouth. Poop out of your mouth. Poop fest.